You are listening to Cairo Social Tech Raw with Nicole Cowley and Tristan Schaub. This podcast delivers this duo's combined experience and continued passion for social media and online marketing tools. Use this weekly content to take your business to the next level and grow at exponential rates. Let's dive into the Facebook Live Replay podcast. Here is your host from the Cairo Social Tech Studios, Nicole Cowley. Hello and happy Thanksgiving. We are live early this week. So um, yes, we are both taking Thursday off as well as you should completely shut down your phones and decompress this Thursday for Thanksgiving as well. But we still wanted to bring you some information, especially considering Facebook is dropping some bomb updates. So we're going to get into some pretty good stuff here today. So if you're on live, um, comment, share this with your friends. If you're watching this on the replay, do that as well. And if you're watching this on the podcast, we appreciate you so much. We love repurposing that there. I am a podcast junkie. I don't know, Tristan, are you a podcast junkie? No, I, I'm like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Tristan junkie right now. He's a Facebook Live whore is what he is. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Oh, but we appreciate you on podcast. Um, so I wanted to start off here um, before we jumped into our updates and before we jumped into the meetup and just say, uh, what a great conference this weekend. So some of you may have noticed uh, I attended uh, Chicago. I'm in Indiana, so it worked perfectly. Drove up to Chicago Saturday morning and then was just like packed with information. It was an M3 conference. Um, Tristan was speaking at it as well as Dr. Alok Trivedi and then also Bruce Serban, who is a PR like God, I think, uh, the quietest PR person I've ever met in my entire life. But he packed us with information. So really, really excited about this weekend and wanted to see. So was it a successful event? Were you uh, coming off of it good? I think we looked at it as a beta test and to validate if this was going to be something we want to move forward on. And I think that uh, during the conference, it clicked together with us that we have something there. That all three of what we do differently coming together in a day or two uh, can provide a lot of uh, content to people and help people to make more money and be more successful. And um, it all ties together into one theme, which is credibility. And uh, so... uh, I think we're going to do another one in April. You guys stay tuned. We'll, we'll have more information on that. So I will share something with you. And this is something that I rarely, rarely ever do after a conference. So first of all, after the event, we all got together just a little bit and we shared some of our thoughts. And the main thing I think that came out of that was make it longer. You need to make it at least a two-day event just because of the amount of information that is given. So in that, you know, a lot of us will take notes during um, seminars and then we have those notes and rarely, maybe on the plane home, but rarely do we ever open those back up. So I just opened mine back up, was running calculations, putting some things together, and I never opened my seminar notes back up. So oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, let's jump in today. Facebook has broken some um, crazy news. They've come out with two new apps themselves, as well as some stories predictions that we recently made are coming true. I haven't seen them specifically on my apps, but I have seen them on some of my clients. So, first of all, I don't know if you've seen either of these. There is 
two new apps. One of them is called the Creator app, and then one of them is called the Local app. I downloaded the Local app already. Okay, me too. What do you think of it? Um, I think that we're probably another here two takes on this. Um, I think that we're coming into territory now where Facebook could get away with two apps, one for Facebook itself and one for Messenger. But to ask a user to do three or four apps is going to be um, a challenge. I don't, I don't I don't think local is going to be successful. It'll be if people actually end up downloading it. So it's interesting. I heard some of the marketers saying this could take over Travel Advisor and this could take over Eventbrite or Travel Advisor, TripAdvisor, because they're saying with these events that you're able to see if your friends are going and share community stuff right inside and it's all connected already to your Facebook data. So I thought that was a huge prediction to say it's going to take over TripAdvisor or Eventbrite, but it definitely opened my mind to it a little bit. I just don't see it happen. Here's her messenger adopted so quickly because they infiltrated your message box with, with come over, join, join your friend over on messenger. So it wasn't like it, it, it wasn't, uh, it was a unilateral basically selling propositions. Like it's free. Um, it'll be easier to communicate. And I just, I just don't see where they're going to be able to get adopted users from, you know, maybe if they're on an event and they're, and they're going to say your event's coming up, but even Facebook events have died down already. So, I mean, if they're trying to take on Yelp, I understand. I think it's a good concept. I just, my prediction is in six months, uh, this, this won't be active. So here's what it is. We'll get thoughts from the viewers on it. If you haven't downloaded it yet, you can find it in your app store. It's called Local. It'll come up pretty quick. It's a free app and it's basically just face. It, it is. It's Facebook events. So it'll go, um, my local, it'll go to your location and you can look multiple locations, but you're set your main location. A key thing is you have to have your location on. So it's going to be collecting a lot more data inside that app, but in there is pretty cool. You can find a lot of community events and things going on around you. So Facebook's really pushing this community. And for your local office, there's some unique things you can do and consider and think about as you're creating events. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like an event, an event, right? But if you're doing a campaign or in essence, if we were doing something like this, I could put that on my local calendar um, in Facebook as its relative, and it's another way to be discovered, that's for sure. I, the UI is, is pretty. It's it's clean. It, it reminds me of it reminds me of this Swedish app that um, I used to use back in San Francisco, but I, I just don't I, – I, I, We'll see. I don't see. I don't see any. I don't. I, I just. I don't think this is going to die die quietly, and it's going to be like, you know, this is what you do you, as, when you have some money. You can throw some. You can throw some spaghetti at the wall as a company, right? They, and that, they'll just. And that's exactly what they do. They'll try anything and everything, and they'll try to like force it upon people, which is what we're going to talk about in our next little update here. Um, but yeah, we'll see if it works. I was going to say in messenger, you'll see now there's a lot of different options in your messenger. And one of them is to like add an event. They're really trying to like own your calendar inside Facebook, which I don't think they're ever going to get. Like they, they're never, I'm never going to be adding events and planning and scheduling things in my messenger app 
that's always going to be taken to me outside to email or to my main calendar and Gmail. So, but we'll see, we'll see. So the second app that came out from Facebook is called the creator app. Have you got this app yet? Uh, I haven't downloaded it. I saw the, uh, the advertisement for it. Okay. And um, tell us more. Cause I think it, I think it looks like they're, uh, they're basically their TV, right? This is is the becoming content creator. Okay. Creator. So it keeps updating. It's already updated um, two to three times. I know specifically twice. I think there was one in between and I've only had it for like a week. So first of all, I couldn't get my page on it. There was only two of my accounts that it would allow on it, but now it seems that more of my accounts have access to it. But yeah, you can create filters and frames. And when I was going live, that was something I was doing um, in the creator app. You can also do that in stories. But you could do that from a page is the essence is ideally where they're going with it. So um, when I was um, this weekend, I did Dr. Alok Trivedi and I did him on a Facebook story for my personal page. And I put this cool filter over it that was black and white. You did a similar thing. So this creator app is supposed to help pages create things like that. Just more creative type um, you know, content to share out there. We'll see how far it goes and see what else is into it. I thought stories was going to be in it, but I don't know. I haven't seen that on my end yet. So this is basically what they had on the down low when we started creating our frames. Like you did the one that right. kind of blew up. For, so it was just searchable. Now they're actually going out there and saying, hey, we tested this out there. I think yeah. this will last because if you're creating frames, you're creating um, augmented. Re- I mean, the big thing. Uh, you're going to see, obviously, going forward in, in 2018 is AR, augmented reality is going to be huge. And, um, you know, that's where uh, I think Snap's days are, are, are numbered. I think Facebook and Instagram have kind of said, you know what, we own the marketplace. You should have taken our offer uh, years ago. Right. I'm glad you had fun in, in kind of educating the populace on what we're going to do. Right. <laughs> um, welcome to the world, world kids. Uh, yeah, Snap, I think Snap's days are numbered from from a concept of, I think this is something that Facebook's going to keep running with because it's congruent with what they're about, which is building community and communication tools. Exactly. Um, Unlike the, I think, I think you can go overboard with the event or the local app. See, I'm not even calling it a local. I'm not even calling it local because it doesn't, it, that doesn't make sense. To me, I call it the event app on my phone. So, yeah, anyway. the local app. Yeah. So that's where yeah. I'm seeing where that's going to go. With the creator app, one thing that is pretty cool that I know some of my clients have asked me about is if you go into the creator app and you go in as your page, you can actually see a feed of the other pages that you follow. So if you are a local clinic and you go out and you follow other local businesses and you follow like local pages, maybe even local like celebrity um, safe people, you can then go from your page into a feed and see all that feeds content. So you can like and engage as your page. So I thought that was a neat use example of it for our local oh, offices. I like yeah. That. yeah. Okay. Um, so with that, the other thing that we predicted recently and Facebook kind of said was coming was that stories is now available to pages and to events. 
but I don't fully have it. I saw it on two of my clinics and not on the rest. There seems to be no rhyme or reason. So it must be something to Android, Apple, and what batch you're in for those updates. But with events, again, back to this events, it's pretty cool. So events, it's for people that are actually going to your event. So like there's an event that I said that I was going to go to the Indianapolis meat sale is what it was. And then I saw on Facebook, it has a different icon. And so it's also going to push that to the top because it's trying to push this. It's trying to force feed this down us, right? Both stories and events at the same exact time. But in that, people that are interested or going to that event are going to see this add to the story. And when you open it up, it says, would you like to add a story to this event? So it's literally like giving people the option and trying to force them to create content, the user-generated content you've heard us talk about so many times right in the Facebook app. So boom, I'm going back to events is becoming pretty cool. Does that make sense? Did I say it all too fast? No, that was perfect. Um, that's not going to be in the local app though, right? Is it? Yeah, it's in the Facebook apps. Like if I just go in my normal Facebook feed right now and I'll share an image of it in the comments. So after this live video, I'll put an image in the comments of what it looks like. But um, there's basically a little icon if it's an event instead of the profile picture now if you see stories is like two oh gotcha 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 okay so there's an icon and you click on it it says add to the event so like at cairo sushi next year at the cairo sushi summit you're gonna have an actual facebook event for the summit anybody that's interested or going when we're at the summit and leading up to it it's gonna say share a story so everybody can share stories and they're going to the event and at the event and then people from afar are like, yeah, we're going to start, cool. we're gonna have to start going broadcast style on this and start pulling up our screens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's exactly. All right, everyone. So I really hope you are loving the information that we are providing you here in this Cairo Social Tech Raw podcast show. This is the audio that we stripped from a Facebook Live event that we do every week. And the guest spots are something that we do live on Facebook as well. So we highly encourage you to check us out across the social media platforms. This is our weekly show, but we provide a lot more detail, a lot more information out there because our goal is to really grow chiropractic through this new media. So if you search Cairo Sushi or Cairo Social Tech on your favorite social media platform, you can find us there, send us a message, and we look forward to hearing from you. Enjoy the rest of the show. Um, I'm so scared that with Be Live, it's just untrustworthy to me and it's, you know, bandwidth to be able to keep you know, hold all of that, but we'll try that. Let's do that next week. Speaking of blue jeans is a major update, which was phenomenal yesterday that I found out. And uh, now you can actually see who's commenting when you're on uh, a, a blue jeans uh, broadcast with two or more people. Um, so if you guys are out there, there's, there's a couple different updates that blue jeans did. I think that the updates actually push blue jeans ahead of be live now, in my opinion. Can you share your screen on blue jeans? Yes. Okay. Let's try it next week. Let's switch okay. over. All right. It'll be, it'll be so much cleaner. Um, Dr. McDonald's on. Hello. Jim Chester is on. Thank you so much, Jim. Thank you guys for jumping on. So 
Um, any more news updates before we get into the meat of today? Let's talk about what people are doing wrong with Facebook ads. Absolutely. So here's some easy mistakes to avoid on Facebook ads. So Facebook ads are not nearly as like scary, I know, as they may look when you first jump into that platform. Once you have somebody jump you around, they are very doable. But some things we see, I have as my first one is boosted posts. I know a lot of clinics and a lot of small businesses will just boost a post because it's simple, it's easy, it's right there. Um, but I put boosted posts as number one because Facebook came out and said that they push 10% of boosted posts and 90% of posts created in the Facebook ads platform. Well, so I'm going to disagree so, with that one. And I know this is a, this is a trend. I, I, I don't, I've never heard that where they only push 10% because their commitment to you is if you pay them, they're going to, they're, if you're paying for the reach, Typically, anytime I've done boosted posts, they've either met or exceeded what the expectations were. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do I think that it's smarter to go into the Facebook uh, admin and, and segment more audiences and, and be in more control? Yes. Uh, but I think from a, I think starting out with a boosted post is not the worst thing in the world from a standpoint of if I'm just starting out with advertising or if i'm more on a national level see from a from a this this is i i think you're right with a a local based office i would want more control over my location and my segmenting but if i'm a national business and you're listening out here so like i'm don mcdonald and i'm and i'm uh targeting uh my podcast i think you have a boosted post is is not as bad of option um so this is where it really comes into what I think people don't really think about when it comes to advertising on Facebook is the art and craft of marketing and advertising. And so that means having good copy, having decent call to action, having a story built in, knowing what you want to present to the audience. I think that the problem with boosted posts is that it just becomes so easy to say, oh, I want this to reach more people. But then the problem is, well, what are you thinking about? What is your target? What is your goal? Is it exposure? Is it list building? Is it conversions? And I don't think I don't think ninety nine percent of the people out there would conceptualize. So I agree to disagree, and I and I disagree to agree. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, and I love that point. I think that's brilliant to say that it's going to be worth your time and effort to put more quality content out there than let's say learn the ads platform if you're brand new or if you're in a market where maybe it's a smaller market or there's not a ton of competition for sure i think the ad platform when, it, when you get pulled in there it makes you become almost better as an advertiser advertiser and a marketer because you start thinking more constructively than as opposed to putting a boosted post but if I do a blog post for a boosted post and I know what my goal is and my goal is to get traffic to my site to, to do two things. One, boost my SEO mm-hmm. and increase list uh, uh, list building, then a boosted post ain't that bad. You know, there are times where, where, the, where the goal doesn't have to be about uh, reaching your target audience. It could just be about getting traffic to your site because 
the more traffic you get to the site, the better you rank. We we forget so much about the fact that that search our social feeds, you know, and everyone hears them talk about this all the time, and hopefully they do. This is a Tristan mantra: social <laughs> feed search. If you're not, you know, especially if you're a location based service, you know, I hear all these guys and girls out there looking to get Facebook and and get leads and 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 it's like we talked about the M3 seminar. It's like Facebook is your bar. You're not going to go up to the first woman you see at the bar and go, want to go back home with me? Because it's not going to work. Facebook is your bar. You're going to want to start showing up at the bar and being like, no, hey, I've seen that guy at the bar a couple of times. Like, he's good looking, whatever. He puts he he plays a mean game of darts. You know, become known for something. And then you start putting out, like, your buddies, like your wingmen. And that's your network. And that's your, your credibility thing. It's like, and then they see you with other people. And it's like, Okay, now I'm seeing that this guy's credible. Right. And then you start putting out information like you might be interested or more information. It's really, it's really like dating. I mean, I, I, it's it's we, we, the wrong thing we do, whether it's ads or organic, is we go straight for the let's go to bed together. And uh, straight for like, here's the sale. I'm 50% off tonight. You can have me any way you want me. And <laughs> we forget about the long game, you know? Yeah. So number two is warm audiences. That's exactly correct. <laughs> yeah. is, um, and so how you do that in Facebook, if you want to build a warm audience, there's a couple of different ways, but um, Facebook is actually just, you know, re put out some new ways that you can build custom built audiences that are so amazing. I've been testing out the video one recently, but the pixel codes, the first one you've heard us talk about pixel code before get that on your website. You can mm -hmm. add in your customer list. That's the second one. So now with your pixel code and with your customer list, you then can create these lookalike audiences. Those are cold audiences, but they're more targeted. So then we can start to warm up those audiences, which is what Tristan talked about when you're running content for blogs and people to your website and that sort of thing. That's more to those maybe lookalike audiences, whereas your warm audiences are the ones you can say, attend my event, you know, buy my product, whatever, whatever your call to action may be. Which yeah. is number three, no call to action. Um, so the call to action doesn't have to be like buy my service, buy my book, but come in for a new consult, sign up for an exam. The call to action can also be like a come to our website and read our blog or come to our website and watch this video, right? That can be a call to action as well. Yeah. Um, anything that is, you're just leading a direction to what to do next. What's the next logical step? I think, and, and this goes back again to before, is if you have not built a warm audience, and I believe at Cairo Sushi, we don't even have to, you know, our audience is pretty much, as soon as we, as soon as we hit an ad, dude, everyone's just like, okay, new ad from Cairo Sushi. And our growth has stayed steady, and uh, our audience is already kind of, they're just, they're ready for whatever's coming next. The biggest thing is if you're if you're putting out regular great content, it doesn't matter where you're putting it, just put out really great content, mm -hmm. then then the call to action becomes so logical that what you're gonna do that you're just gonna paint an easy masterpiece. But you know, um, yeah, don't go straight to the let's go to the bedroom. It's the call to action can be as, exactly as Nicole said, it can be uh, click over here, 
for uh, learning more about our team, or it could be uh, leave a comment in so that you can get more engagements on something. Everything that you leave a direction on should be is, is what your call to action is. Absolutely, absolutely. So I have number four as a simple, just technical piece, but too much text in an ad. And here's the thing now, Facebook is accepting your money and they're accepting their ads. Um, and I've seen some still do fairly well. I've actually still had ads declined because of text, even though, you know, they're saying Facebook will let them um, go through. But ultimately, your ad is going to get, we talked about optimization this weekend. If you want to make everything better and optimize it, um, try to put little text in your actual um, copy. And do you want to share the trick you shared this weekend as far as repurposing like a review or testimonial? Oh, um, do you remember? Yeah, no, they can pay me for it. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I want to say two things on that. I want to say two things though. Uh, I will show. Okay, so first, um, you can put. I use Canva, um, and I'll put a, a box element over a text and put transparent. I'll make the transparency about sixty to seventy percent. Um, so the visual, the visible, I can typically see kind of what's going on behind and see the text but Facebook doesn't seem to pick up on it. Generally what I found. Um, so it's a way to get around Facebook. Um, Brilliant. So the, the pain more for, this is, this is going to be a big issue. So I am, you know, uh, we learned that this, you know, to be the, uh, what was that? What was the personality type for building your media pitch that we learned about, which is to be the opposite, be the, right. be the, be the, uh, Go the, the other way. Go the other way. Well, I'm going to go the other way now on something because we <laughs> consistently see lower cost leads, lower cost per click. And if we don't start at the basics, and where did I, and where did I start the M3 seminar? Because I mean, this is going to be a big thing for me going forward with Samurai, anybody I work with. We forget about the lifetime value of a customer or a patient or a practice member. We forget about what the lifetime value of that patient's going to be. And the reason why uh, we forget about this, because we get into that dollar today moment, meaning if I spend a couple bucks here to gain a couple bucks today, then it's a win, right? Well, what if your retention sucks? Or what if your retention's phenomenal and that increases the lifetime value? Then wouldn't I spend more in certain cases because I know the value of what that client or practice member is going to be? So if it tells your story, you know, just because of the text thing is going to increase the cost or lower, it's going to increase the cost of the visibility. So you have to pay more for more reach. Then if it tells your story better, then pay that extra cost because we're living in this world where I believe, especially in chiropractic, which is, well, it's $60 or it's $600. And, and this comes from a lot of quantifiable data of me talking to doctors, right, where they're like, well, I typically will make my six visits with the with the patient, blah blah blah, and so they're thinking the value of their patients like six hundred dollars maybe. Mm -hmm. But we did the math this weekend with individuals. The actual value of patients ranges from like seven thousand dollars to twenty thousand dollars, and you have colleagues outside oh, of chiropractic, yeah, forty thousand dollars. Tim, my father's patients, they're, they're, he has lifetime value patients that have been a hundred k, hundred fifty thousand dollars. 
Uh, obviously, obviously, any smart operational or uh, COO of a company is going to try to fight for um, having a lower cost per acquisition. Obviously, but there's the other side of that, where's your, which is your marketing and sales department that says, "Screw that! I need more leads. I want to close more people." So right. you need to have that yin and the yang of like, okay, here's the cheap side of me, but also here's the side that's willing to invest. That's right. my, my take. No, it's brilliant. And the last one that I had, you've already touched on um, in basically each example, which is one of the most important ones. And I think the one we look over so often, which is, you know, don't forget to create ads for exposure and credibility. Um, it's not specifically just about, you know, picking off new patients or picking off new clients all of the time or just trying to get people to sign up for something. Sometimes it's about simply just informing, entertaining, inspiring, and, you know, becoming a brand expert in your local community. So running ads like we talked about on blogs or on videos or on that sort of thing is great, but also like to increase your credibility in many ways. So, you know, if you went to a seminar or if you spoke, especially like as a chiropractor as well, if you go and you speak on stage, like in your profession, just highlighting that you're a speaker, that you're a national speaker, like in your local community can do a ton for positioning and credibility, but kind of thinking more um, in that realm as well with some of your Facebook ads, as well as you do just the full kind of funnel close process. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing that I would throw in there is, is some sort of kiss metrics, which is, that's why I say that because that's the company I use, but um, some sort of analytics tracking where, where things are going and where they came from on social, especially with a lot of people starting to use click funnels out there. Mm -hmm. um, I would set up multiple variations of click funnels because what you'll have is you'll see some people that use their click funnels and they send out via email and then they use um, obviously organic search and stuff like that might be from a word of mouth referral but then they're heavily distributed on Facebook, but it excuse your numbers. I would want to know where it's coming from on search, where it's coming from on social, where it's coming from on email and have that diversified so that I know what, what channels working better right. and when I want to AB test it. So that's something, I mean, I know it's, it's an extra step for a lot of people, but uh, it can pay dividends, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. What else you got? Any other, uh, Big mistakes or easy mistakes not to fall into on Facebook ads? Um, easy mistakes is giving up, giving up too early. I think uh, just like what happened with Google, Google AdWords with uh, healthcare mm -hmm. providers. I got my coupon. They, I got my coupon to spend <laughs> some money, right? And they're what? like, here's my $25 or here's my $100 or here's whatever. And then they do it and then they're like, okay, I didn't get anything in return. See you later. That didn't work for me. The second thing is, is uh, the second thing. The other thing is if you've used someone in the past, did they really screw you over or did you not stay committed to the, to the, to the plan? So I hear so many horror stories where I look back and I look at the work that that person worked with that per individual and I'll say, they didn't really mm -hmm. screw you over. You just didn't, you didn't stay consistent. 
The other side of that is, are you trusting someone? I know someone who was in close for Cairo. I spoke with the other day and they're spending uh, $1,500 a month and $1,200 of that's going towards management. And I said, that makes, that's, that, that, that makes no sense logically. Um, so, you know, I would, you know, look at a trusted advisor, a, a colleague that knows about this stuff. You can use me or Nicole. I think the cool thing about me and Nicole is that, yeah, we have programs that we sell, but we're very transparent that it's like, I'd rather point you in the right direction. And people see me do this in groups. You know, I could sell them something I, right there. And like, I could, I could manipulate the hell out of them if I really wanted to because of their ignorance. But I'm like, no, your your site's good. Your your website's fast. It, it's it's ranking high. In fact, if we were to touch it, we might screw some things up. And so you got to find the people that you trust that can be your other set of eyeballs. Um, and same goes for ad copy. If you're working in a um, if you're working with a team, if you have another, if you have a CA, if it's your other spouse, have another set of eyeballs look at an ad from the consumer's shoes just so that you have another take and uh, use that luxury. So those are my, uh, those are my maybe more tips than it is what making mistakes would, but they can be pinpointed as mistakes. No. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's exactly, you know, one of the main reasons I started to create the vault the way that I did as well. I saw the same thing you did was these doctors that were coming to me and, um, you know, spending $1,500 plus to 2,500, I was seeing out there and a lot of it was going to management. And I was just like, what if that money went straight into that ad? Think about how much we could really, you know, infiltrate chiropractic with Facebook ads with so many doctors spending a thousand plus a month in Facebook ads. I mean, that would be incredible. So in the vault, we really wanted to teach you the tech tools and the recipes of how to do it because here's the second key part of that is it's different. I've ran the same ad structures, all things being the same besides location. So for basically the same office, the same ad campaign, the same ad copy, all of that um, pretty similar. And we got completely different results. So it's all about testing and really figuring out, you know, what's going to work in your market. And a lot of it um, sometimes isn't just your Facebook ad. It's, you know, your Facebook ad coupled with your organic. So what does that look like in your office? As Absolutely. Well? Yeah, totally. That's totally. why I created it at, and I hear this over and over again where, and this is actually what I've heard recently is that because the vault is so inexpensive, I think it's that people don't use it as much. And I offer unlimited consults inside of the vault, meaning you can sit down with me an hour a day, every day of the week, Monday through Friday, if you really you know, wanted to, and we could go through and get all of your ad, all of your funnel, everything set up and put together. But I teach it to you and I walk you through it because once you're done, you can turn this stuff on so quickly and then your dollars can be spent in the ads and your dollars can be spent in getting quality videos, quality images. You can hire a photographer to come to your office and follow you around. That's where your money, you know, can really go to. So, um, that's why I keep it very, very low. And because if we can get enough doctors in there as well, 
you know, what we can provide can also be higher quality images and higher quality video, which is where we would like to go is disseminating just more information on chiropractic out there. Um, so anyways, little, little rant there. We have a little, you have a cyber Monday sale that's going on from actually starting yesterday, right? Well, it's kind of a Cyber Monday sale. I am actually, so I'll just let you all in on this. I'm going to be closing enrollment to the vault at the end of this year. So we are breaking out some really cool things first quarter 2018 and beyond, and we're going to lock it up. And so anybody who's in is in, and they're going to be able to go through the very first test run of basically this new program, as well as all the new modules. And then Obviously, we'll open it up again, but it's going to be, so I'll fill you in on uh, some of the details of what we're doing, but we're basically going to open everything up, but we're going to add a very, very structured boot camp series that has live webinars that go with it. Nice. So when you first sign up for the vault, you're going to have like this day, this time it's going to be recorded, but I think it's really going to help keep you accountable because here's what we do when we buy anything. We watch one video, we watch four videos, we implement a little bit and then life happens, right? Yeah. And we catch some of this, we use the images, we get some of the value and we lose a lot of the value. So I think that this is going to help, um, you know, just implementation all around. It's gonna be for the doctors, for their staff, for their VAs, um, the complete shebang. So I am so excited. But yeah, so you can get a seven day free trial. So if you're not sure, grab a seven day free trial. I mean, it's only 50 bucks, but like you said, I mean, some of you chiropractors all say, I, I like it. You have good negotiating skills, but ultimately for me, it's about getting you the content. I don't want, if you don't, if you don't like it, if it's not going to work for you, I, you know, whatever, it's fine. It, there's no hard feelings in that. I don't want you to be stuck in something. I would rather spend our time and energy with those that are really going to implement it. So. Yeah, that's what it is. Cool. Well, I am. Uh, I'm running late for something, guys. I want to say uh, hallelujah, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, God bless. Shalom. Whatever. Uh, and uh, just grateful to have your friendship, Nicole, and grateful to have this uh, this podcast with you weekly. Uh, we're always here for you guys. If you have questions about something, don't ever hesitate to reach out and uh share this with your peeps you know if, uh, if you could do something for us that uh welcome the thanksgiving weekend in is be awesome to see i think we got 10 people on right now uh if all 10 of you could share this on your page and just be like hey this is something that we enjoy and check out i believe it could help another uh office or another ca or another doctor one of your colleagues out there then you know feel free to do that love you guys love you nicole uh i think we'll be back on for the regular time next week right uh, we'll let you know if we're not. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Okay, so that is it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cairo Social Tech Raw. We will be bringing you a new podcast every single week. So make sure you hit the subscribe button if you like the information that you are getting. We'd love for you to leave us a review. You can connect with both Tristan or myself on social media, Facebook preference, any of the handles. So you will be able to find us at Cairo Sushi and Cairo Social Tech. 
We also want to encourage you to check out the show notes, all of the apps, all of the tools, anything mentioned, we will link to in those show notes. Until next week, have a fabulous rest of your day.